now I see beauty also in that. And so I think wherever you are in the world, there's something beautiful wherever you are. You just have to see it. Hello again, friends. Thank you very much for joining me here on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm your host, where each week we share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you're as excited as I am to hear what we've got for you this week. Why don't we get started? Hey, friends. Thank you for joining me again on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am excited today to talk to Deanne because we met working in Canada as outdoor guides, taking people through some of the magical areas in Western Canada. Deanne is a purpose and fulfillment specialist and clinical hypnotherapist who guides high achievers to reconnect and align to their true essence and purpose by inviting more of God into their life. That way they can experience deep fulfillment and aliveness from within and have the confidence and courage to share the song that's in their hearts so life doesn't pass them by with their music still inside of them. Good morning, afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, Deanne. Hello, Greg. I'm here in Vienna, Austria. It is afternoon tea time. Nice to connect with you all. Oh, yeah. And thank you for being here. It is much appreciated on this February day. <laughs> well, thank you so much for the invite. I'm, I feel honored to share this conversation with you today. Oh, Best awesome. way to spend a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You have had quite an interesting life and done quite a number of interesting things. And now you're a purpose and fulfillment specialist. Can mm -hmm. you maybe start off by telling us how some of those experiences led to uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, yeah, I've noticed, I've, I've been reflecting about it recently. And I've noticed that my definition of success has evolved a lot since high school. I remember when I was at school, um, I wanted to be in the arts, in psychology. I had lots of different ideas of what I wanted to do with my life. And then back then, my definition of success was to break free from the family, was to get out and go live my life. So I went for the path that allowed me to get financial independence as quick as I could and went to study, um, did a Bachelor of Communications and then had that freedom of school, of parents, started working. And back then, I believed that the more money I made, the better. And that was my next definition of success, was to make a whole bunch of cash. And that's what I did, too. You know, I found lots of success in my career in communications and marketing and followed that for a few years. And then the path evolved again. I sort of... In the corporate world, I felt like I wasn't really using my, my skills, my talents of languages, of creativity, of intuition. And so, yeah, I, I just prayed. I, I remember doing this prayer for like three weeks that this um, healer gave me in Ubud, actually in Bali. <laughs> and soon after that, um, I met... But I met someone who significant in my life who, who led me to this next chapter where I was working mostly with nature and environmental education and connecting young people to nature um, for a sustainable planet. And 
yeah, it seems that as I followed my heart and as my purpose evolved, it kept unfolding. Like the as we follow our purpose, it keeps unfolding. It's like we take one step and it leads to the next. And as we're there, new opportunities open up. And it's this ever flow of opportunities that come our way as we are ready to embrace these and stand strong in our values and what we believe in. Yeah. Yeah. That is, <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. Yeah. And from the little bit I remember that involved a lot of, a lot of really cool places that you lived and worked in and a lot of cool things you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How, and you're now doing hypnosis. So how did, yeah, yeah maybe tell us a little <laughs> bit about how that evolved from, you know, outdoors to clinical hypnosis and life mm-hmm. coaching. Okay. Yeah. So actually after, while doing that part of, of the work um, with students and nature, I sort of felt a call to go traveling and explore more of the world. I was curious to understand how the soil works in other parts of the world and you know how to grow food in tropical climates and so I was drawn to travel and then my traveling just kept my traveling urge kept growing and I was drawn to go to the mountains of Canada and then got a job there as a tour guide um, with Timberwolf Tours which was an amazing experience and I was offered a job and just before I could start the season with Timberwolf I had a, a skiing accident and ended up um, having to get surgery and I was out of work for nine months in recovery and um, physical rehab. And in that time, I felt, um, I realized how vulnerable we are. Uh, Leading up to that point, I thought I was invincible. And then on that, that time, I realized how fragile we are and how much our body is valuable and important. And It was also a time where I opened my heart more to Christianity and God and understanding more of that. And I believe, I feel that through my love for Jesus, I fell in love with humans again and felt really drawn to working with them on a deeper level. And so I got into massaging and anatomy and understanding how the body works and to help people through pain and physical, physical pain, emotional pain and mental distress as well. And so as I was practicing more massage therapy, people came to me for coaching. They felt like this, um, this energy from me, which they wanted to get more of. And they started asking questions and asking for guidance. And I realized there was a, a huge potential for my purpose to move into guiding people to this emotional and mental well-being through hypnosis and through coaching. But at that point, I didn't know yet. I just observed there was something there. And as the magic of life happens, um, I came across a hypnosis experience through Marissa Peer online. And that, to me, was quite life-changing. It's hard to put words to the experience I had. Um, The hypnosis was about becoming bulletproof. And something shifted deep inside of me in my understanding, my positioning towards others in the world which meant that I felt more fulfilled from within and I didn't need to uh, seek instant gratification in smoking, in drinking, in partying and other things, which I used to seek joy in. And after that point, 
I was so fulfilled and I became obsessed about how the mind works. And so I knew that the next part of my purpose was to master that part of our body, the mind. And, and so, yeah, I went on this journey of learning about hypnosis, the subconscious mind and the superpower we hold up there in our, in this, um, in our brains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot in our brains. I can imagine Mm-hmm. in in moving in following the the path or you know making a decision and starting to go along and just observing things that's great wisdom and advice you shared what was it like to go like to to move into learning about the mind and the subconscious coming from a perspective of being open to different opportunities and you know, making the previous decisions to leave what wasn't working and um, just travel across the world to do outdoor things. Did that help and provide some reference points when you were going through the training and the learning about the mind? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a huge correlation between nature and us and us and nature. We are completely interconnected. And I find that especially when you look into relationships as humans, we are wired, hardwired to connect. This is how we survive. In fact, the biggest fear any human has is the fear of rejection because we are wired as tribes to connect, to belong to one another. And therefore we will try to fit in to find acceptance and approval from each other, which is why we tend to follow fashion and things as such because we want to be accepted and fit in. So being in nature has allowed me to observe how how nature does it, how animals do it, how plants coexist. And there's the relationships between plants and animals and humans and how we impact them and how they impact us. And this amazing interconnection of ecosystems and how we all fit together, that can be recreated in micro and macro um, versions in our society as well. So for example, companion planting, you know, like some plants are better when they're planted next to each other. It's the same with our environment. Like there's some people you want more of in your life than others because you're more compatible to grow next to a certain kind of person, for example. So I think there is a huge correlation um, in nature and which can heal our society from this massive greed that we share. And that's um, actually intoxicating our mindset intoxicating our happiness because we always fear to lack and we constantly feeling like we need more i mean when you look at a bee on a flower you know she'll just take the nectar she needs to feed herself and her queen and you know her community but she's not going to go and exploit the flowers like humans exploit nature to have more to fulfill a greed to fulfill an endless void of lack this endless lack that we have inside that we're trying to fill up with stuff that we buy. And so looking into nature for the answers, nature as a teacher, nature is an incredible inspiration to heal inside out. Yeah, I completely agree with all of that. There are so many wonderful ways that we can reconnect to different senses and experience like appreciation and gratitude at both simplicity and complexity simultaneously. 
and disconnect from that cycle of keeping up with what everybody else is doing. I love it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In, mm -hmm. And actually, as yeah. you're saying, so like you were saying, it's true. I think when you're in nature, you're more in, con in uh, you're, as a human, as personally, when I'm in nature, I feel more connected to my instinct of the wild woman. You know, like I feel like I'm more in connection with my feminine, with, um, with who I truly am, like that intuition, that instinct of warmth, of building my little nest, of feeling safe and, and opening up my senses, like you were saying, to the world around to, to sort of survive as such. But you, you're more attentionate to what you smell, what you see, what you hear, the changes in weather condition. You're more in tune with the cycles of nature and therefore also our own cycles. So it really... Uh, awakens that instinct within us which i think is so important to live a life that's worth living most definitely and and in a way mm -hmm. as as you made the transition to go into coaching and things would would you say that would be something similar that happened of just becoming aware of all the possibilities within the mind and within like guiding people in a similar yet different way from you know hiking through the rockies or kayaking in australia that type of thing i think yeah it's, it's the same like it's it's very similar i think like i have been guiding people through wilderness and through outdoor spaces for sure and and there's, there's a big correlation with guiding people within themselves too first a person has to feel safe they have to feel heard they have to feel understood it's the same in outdoors. You know, you want to make sure the person knows uh, where we're going. You want to make them feel safe, supported, have some clear guidance around how it's going to work, where we're going, how long we're going to be, that they're going to have a snack. It's the same with coaching. Like, but usually in coaching, we co-create that destination. Like we co-create the plan. So a client will come to me and say, look, I'm feeling extremely anxious right now. Um, I'm feeling unhappy in my life. Um, I'm doing a job I dislike. I'm unhappy in my relationship. There's no more flame. There's nothing. Something is wrong. I'm not sure what, but my life is not fulfilling right now and I need to change it because I'm missing out and I, I don't want to continue uh, living on autopilot mode, fulfilling someone else's definition of success. And so I'm like, okay, good. So they've identified the problem. Okay, so we're clear about what they don't want or where they're at and what do they actually want. And so we just define together that destination. So I might help them, you know, like open up to different possibilities and be, well, you are, you know, allowed to feel love and it is available to you. You just have to open up to that. So we co-create that destination they want to get to. And then together we build a bridge. And then of course I'll hold a hand as we walk over that bridge and get them to that point where they want to be. And this inner journey I find is, is amazing. It is like traveling and discovering your inner world, which is so rich and textured and there's so much contrast and diversity, light and shadows, and there's all of it. It's all inside of us and it's so much beauty. And sometimes it is uncomfortable. Just like when you go for a hike, sometimes you're cold, your, your feet are sore, Whatever is going on, it's the same on your inner journey. Sometimes you got to go through the discomfort of looking at the, the self-limiting belief or the fear in the eye 
so you can release it and overcome it or just let go of it or transform it. And so there's a, there's a huge correlation with guiding someone within to their dream destination with guiding someone through the wilderness. Yeah, there, there is. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of overlap yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah and true. having personally experienced uh, a couple of the um, hypnosis sessions with you, that was that was very neat experience, and for sure had connections with walking through unknowns and uh, being in different situations. That's great for anybody who hasn't tried hypnosis. Like, can you walk us through a little bit of the process because that that analogy of going for a hike in conditions you don't know from my experience really seemed to fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think that there is a, a people see hypnosis in, in lots of different ways. The way I practice hypnosis is a completely relaxing state of mind. It's completely safe. The person always remains in control. In fact, the person feels so present to themselves and they have so much more focus and awareness and they're open to how they feel. It's they almost lose track of time because they're so present here and now. The process itself is just um, going for a walk pretty much. Um, depending on the method, you can go down a staircase. And as you go down that staircase, you go deeper and deeper within yourself. At the moment, I'm creating a new hypnosis, which is specialized for Christians, actually, as we walk the path of of light, the golden path of light. And so I believe the hypnosis can be adapted to different people's a level of safety, security of imagination. And I find it exciting working with different people and creating a hypnosis for them that's fitting for where they're at and where they want to go. It's like this gateway, like we enter a gateway to their subconscious mind. And I think it's, beautiful to make it unique for every person and enticing to their own imagination. Yeah. Gosh. And how, what are some of the changes that you've noticed in your life since starting on this journey of, you know, trying it and then becoming a practitioner? How has that all unfolded and opened up um, for you? <laughs> Great question. Yeah, I, I love that question, actually. It's true because I tell people, yeah, it's life-changing. You'll have amazing results and blah, blah, blah. It's true. And I can, I mean, I can testify because that's what my clients tell me, but I find it in myself. Like I said, the first time I experienced that hypnosis online with Marissa Peer, I felt something change within me. It's hard to put words. It's almost like I filled a void, this, I patched up a hole inside. And so I didn't need that instant gratification. I didn't need to uh, escape from my body anymore to find happiness or to feel good. I was more comfortable being within myself. I felt more comfortable being at home in my body, in my mind, and actually understanding my mind and collaborating with my mindset. And on my personal journey, it's allowed me to expand my potential and to look into all the abilities I have and what I'm really passionate about, which is our human nature as well as nature. So it's nature so many on so many levels. And 
I believe God gifted us a body with a genius mind and just discovering our potential and how to work with it to achieve something is amazing. So for example, let's say, let me give you an example. Um, for example, if I, had to, if I have to go and speak in front of an audience, um, it's something for public speaking is not some to some people it's it's a given it's they're just fabulous public speakers to me I mean I love speaking in public it does take a little bit of collaboration with my mindset to prompt me to be able to face an audience so I will condition myself I will um, do some self-hypnosis and I will turn my eyes up and condition myself to speak openly with uh, trust and convey my message with love and feel the connection of the audience. And I'll condition myself to successfully communicate the essence of what I'm trying to say beyond the words and move away from that judgment, but talking from my heart and believing that people are receiving my message from their heart. And just that visualization and that conditioning allows for more confidence in my speech, in my voice, and it allows for a beautiful experience of the people who received the message too. Because essentially we're so connected that it just creates this wave of confidence, this wave of trust, this wave of it's okay, we're in this together. And I find that the self-hypnosis is just a way of collaborating with my subconscious mind that I'm present I'm receiving the message I need to share and I'm doing it confidently. And then I can bypass the cold sweats and the butterflies in my tummy. Wow. That sounds fantastic and super useful for anybody <laughs> that may have to find themselves presenting. Gosh. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there's that resonance factor connecting out with people listening or um, gosh, probably even listening to this, that that little seed is planted and things start to open up. Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. And in fact, you're completely right. There's this huge, inter there's this huge interrelation as well between nature and us. Like we're planting seeds all the time. And so our subconscious mind is like this fertile soil, which we're constantly planting seeds into through our thinking, through our thoughts. So if you're thinking confidence, suddenly you notice that your emotion shifts, you're more in this trust zone, which means your posture is different. You have an open heart, you stand differently too. And so just for that posture, your thoughts change. You feel like the alpha and then you're like, okay, I'm confident, I'm ready to, I'm to be the vessel and receive the message. And then you just channel that message through with confidence. And then that gives you an emotion of joy or fulfillment. And therefore, you speak more articulated or you create an experience that's beautiful. So just like you're saying, talking about seeds, it's the same with the subconscious mind. It's this fertile, amazing fertile soil for amazing things to take place. And through hypnosis, we can wire those in, you know, so you have what you want. Yeah. And things things start to change fairly quickly mm -hmm. in my experience. Has that been your experience or working with other clients as well of 
having the having this session and then hearing about the results, you know, days or a couple of weeks or months afterward? Yeah, I find the results, there's different kinds of results. There's the results that happen straight away. For example, this one woman came to see me. She went to find her life purpose. She was a coach herself. And so we did a session. And whilst it took her a while to really unpack the deeper rooted issues around not having a purpose and so forth, the next day, well, as she said, after the session, she couldn't smoke anymore. She was done with smoking. She never smoked a cigarette again. And so that was an instant result. It had nothing to do with the session. We didn't talk about smoking. I didn't even know she was a smoker. But as a result of healing these inner wounds, she didn't need to fill the void of smoke. She didn't need to smoke anymore. She didn't need to connect with herself through smoking. She could connect with herself in a whole new, on, a whole new, on a whole new level. So th that change was instant. Like she stopped smoking. She could sleep better. Um, so, you know, some changes are radical. They write straight away after the session. You feel it. And then some changes, they happen as an evolution. You know, like you slowly let go of a habit and suddenly it's not, it's gone. It's changed, it's transformed. And for some people, they don't even notice the changes are taking place. They just go about living their life. And a few months down the track, they look back and they realize it's all changed. They're in a new relationship, in a new job, doing exactly what they love doing. And the most incredible thing is they would have never imagined they were able to get there before. Like I even bumped into, actually connected with one of my clients that I had worked with in France back in August. And, I, and he somehow happened to be in Bali in March. And a few months later, and he messaged me, he's like, hey, guess what? I'm in Bali. And I'm like, no way, me too. And then, so we just had a little chat, a little catch up, just texting. And he told me he never, when he met me, he didn't think that his life would have changed that significantly <laughs> just through that session we shared. And now he can look back six months later and he realized everything changed. His whole life changed and he's done things he never thought he'd be able to do. He didn't even imagine he could do those things. And he's doing them right now. And that gives him a sense of confidence and empowerment where he's like, wow, that is so cool. I want more of that energy, of that confidence, of that power, of that feeling alive and creating and doing and exploring my full potential and sharing of that with the world. Oh, awesome. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole new energy. So I think yeah, the changes happen either straight away or slowly you know like as an evolution of changes or you don't realize you look back and then everything's just changed that's awesome what are what are some of the common <laughs> themes that um people i'm not sure the correct word it's like present with or want to work on or whatever that may be like mm -hmm. yeah co common things mm -hmm. that you've addressed or had come up mm -hmm. Well, there's lots. Uh, there's actually lots of themes. Um, but right now I'm really specialized on purpose and fulfillment. So anything around finding your way in life, people who feel heartbroken, um, who are going through major transition, they want to get out of their career and move into like a meaningful life where they feel alive. They feel like, you know, 
Monday or Saturday is the same because every day they serve their purpose equally and it fulfills them. They're doing something they really believe in. They stand up for what they believe in and they sort of want to create this legacy with, but consciously, because we all have a legacy. We all constantly sharing a legacy. Some share a legacy of fear, of despair, of anxiety, and some share a legacy of love, of trust, of you know, and inspiration of transformation. So some really wake up to the legacy that they want to pass on and they realize they need support in discovering their true essence and reconnecting to that instinct, to that intuition, to that inner guidance, to that power that lives within them and planting those seeds in their subconscious mind so they can get to that destination they want to get to. Like, you know, change the GPS destination in their subconscious mind so they can get to it, to that dream life they want. And so a lot of people come to me with anxiety, depression, uh, broken relationships. Um, just They just feel <clears throat> like there's no meaning to their life and they want to find that flame again. They want to turn, uh, light, the, light the candle in their heart so they can see their way forward and... And a lot of women also come to see me uh, for orgasms, for example. I know it sounds crazy, but I think it's also very much linked to our purpose. I think when we have sexual pleasure, when we open up to that ability to have pleasure with life and we open up that creative flow, it also inspires more of our creativity, imagination and our instinct, which then also awakens that amazing purpose we have. So there's lots of different topics they come to see me for, mm-hmm. and essentially leads them to a place where they feel fulfilled, confident and walk that path yeah. awesome and that's really like the second chakra totally opening up <laughs> and energy moving again cool mm-hmm. um, wow and with that, you're working with people around the world, yeah? Yes, I, I mean, yeah, I've been working with people all over the world, actually, online. It's, it's amazing to connect with people worldwide online. But also before the lockdown, I was actually, you know, as you know, I'm a, kind of a nomadic lifestyle. So I've been working through lots of different countries and meeting people all over the world and working with them to get them wow. to where they want to. How, how I guess... The first thing to be like, has much shifted for you since March, um, when last March when everything started? And how has that transition been? Because it is so cool that you can do everything online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, technically, my intuition mm-hmm. knew something, I think. My intuition knew things were going to change. And so I had already part of my business online before the lockdown happened. Um, However, I do seem to be quite magnetic when people see me. So if I go to an event or a conference, if I run an event, people will want to work with me. They, they get to trust me much quicker than on the online space. Um, so yeah, I think in March, I just took a bit of time as well to finish off the people I was working with and just take a bit of time up to reflect. And I was looking into creating more online programs uh, so I could have more reach and make it more accessible to more people. So I was exploring that and launched like an online program. And that was, you know, interesting. It's always a first 
this was the first time and so it was interesting to see how that how that goes and I was just playing around I was taking that time to explore the different ways and then I hired a business coach in August to help me grow online and so yeah I learned from an expert and I think this is the this is what's important like just like I coach people and I'm an expert in 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 the transformations like I was seeking also the help of an expert to grow the business online and I think it 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 really helps to get the help from someone who's done it who's specialized in it and so yeah it's been it's been interesting to show up more online and to connect network with people like build relationships with people on the online space yeah and mm-hmm. it must be really neat to be a part of so many different lives in different places with similar themes but different goals and ways that things come about what are what are some of the success stories you've mm-hmm. heard from people mm-hmm. well i mean technically yeah i mean i'm i'm living part of the privileged lifestyle so i'm part of a slice of the cake of privileged people and those who can afford my work are part of the privileged slice of the cake so it's a bit ambiguous <laughs> you know uh, the people I work with are those who have too much choice and I don't know how to make a decision. So that's the funny thing. When you work with people in, who have less choices, they're just happy with what they got. So obviously with my paid work, I work with people who can afford my services. However, I also work with people from all walks of life, that's for sure. And I learn a lot from everyone. So I feel yeah, the success stories that I've experienced with the privileged people I've worked with. Um, yeah, they just find joy again. They just feel good inside out. They just tell me I feel good now. I just feel fulfilled. I just feel good. And I feel good, which means my relationships can flourish, which means I can also be a better mother for my children because I just simply feel good and therefore I'm more present for them. I can hear what they're saying. I can lead them. You know, I can I can lead with love and I can show them the way because I stand strong in who I am. So even that is a purpose in its own. Like a lot of mothers, they need to rise up to the purpose of being a mother and that rock in the family that keeps it all together. That in itself is a huge purpose because that child is growing up with a mother who is a leader and that will inspire them to also live that kind of legacy you know of um yeah growing a family and keeping it together or you know at least leading with love on understanding each other having acceptance for the differences we share and yeah just just there just the the nurturing love so yeah the success stories have been very varied and some people have started a business they never thought they were able to or some people had been thinking about doing things for years and after working together, they finally launched. They finally felt that little, not a little push. They just felt that they just felt empowered to take that step, that next step for them to actually get the project into the world, to give birth to their dreams, to give birth to whatever they've been in their creating in their imagination or their dream world and then just awesome. giving birth to it. Wow. 
And what advice would you have for somebody that might be curious about trying it? Or I guess, yeah, two threads, you know, curious about working with you or trying anything, but hypnosis wise, uh, and also for someone that might be thinking about making a career switch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think I think hypnosis wise, um, it is safe. I think it's a natural state of being. We go for hypnosis naturally every day. It's like this state between sleep and wake, and we go for it when we fall asleep and when we wake up, <laughs> and also when we daydream. So it's really about using that amazing potential you have in your genius subconscious mind, which is responsible for about 90% of our decision-making. And right now in the world we're living in, we need to take empowered decisions. We need to take our power back and make the decisions that we see are necessary to create the change we want to see in the world. We are the bridge between what was and what is to be. And to lead successfully, we need to take ownership over our decisions. We need to take the responsibility for our own happiness, for our own fulfillment. So working with the subconscious mind is an amazing way to really own your potential and make the most of it. And so someone who's sitting on the fence, should I, should I not? At the end of the day, it's like, are you ready to invest in yourself? Are you ready to believe in yourself? Are you ready to step out of your comfort zone and rise up to who you truly are? And that's the thing, when people come to see me, I don't really want to work with those who are undecided, who are like, should I, I'm not sure, la la la, like, I want to change, but I'm not ready to sweat. You know, it's like, I want to I wanna lose my belly fat, but I'm not ready to have like mm-hmm. a muscle ache, you know? <laughs> well, at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to do sit-ups, at some point, the, the abdominal muscles are going to burn. Well, it's the same. If you are dedicated to a life change, to changing your life, whether it is, uh, you know, changing your career or changing your relationship or something like that, you have to go through this discomfort of growth. It's like growing pains. And as soon as you get into this world, we have growing pains. Like we grow teeth and then we grow a bunch of stuff. And that's part of growth. There is pain in it. And so in hypnosis, it, it's not painful, but making changes happen can be uncomfortable and it re- it requires a lot of communication with each other because especially for people in relationships they, they the person changes and then their partner hasn't done that inner work so they're still dancing the same dance and so it takes communication to tell your lover hey actually you know I feel really drawn to trying this and doing that now. Would you like to join me and do it with me? You know, and then having that open communication. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to fighting. A lot of things <laughs> can be improved with yeah. communication. For sure. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I think, but I think a lot of people right now in this world, especially since this whole, um, yeah, societal shift moving online, a lot of people have been moving on the online space and converting into becoming coaches and helping each other. And I think the world needs more of us helping each other for sure. Like who, where do we go alone? You know, it's way more fun as we do it together and learn from each other and rise together. And even though some people have the same message, I believe it's still unique 
from coming from every different person. Like for example, you see my unique touch is working with God. So I pray before my sessions with clients and I pray to be guided from above to have the right words for them. And I pray during the session, if someone encounters a dark space and they feel stuck, then I'll pray uh, to shine a light on that and to break through that on a spiritual level. And I'll pray after as well for the person to have, to feel that comfort and that safety to grow with light in the light. And so, and I talk a lot about God and I'm creating more of more programs around really connecting to your God-given, God-driven purpose and God-given gifts so we can be of service to something that's way higher to us and feel that true fulfillment and feel that true comfort in being guided from above. So I think each one of us have our own way of working and doing things and there is space for everyone to share their gifts. Definitely there are. Most definitely. Yeah. In, in a little bit of a shift, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have traveled a lot and uh, not everyone is currently able to travel or in some cases move about. Um, and I and know we talked earlier about how the different experiences you had had led, uh, contributed to moving into the hypnosis space. Would you be open to sharing a few of your favorite places in the world uh, so we could vicariously dream about them or Google them afterwards as we're <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, it is funny. I spoke about it for lunch today, actually with my family. Cause I was like, maybe I should open a travel agency of oh. traveling with Finn <laughs> because I've, yeah, I think we do have this whole world within ourselves. And I, this is my favorite destination these days is, traveling within myself to my inner kingdom to the jungle of love within my heart you know there's all these places within us and i find that exciting and invigorating and i find that amazing the inner world is definitely one of my favorite destinations because then i get to know myself more and also yeah god i think it's 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 amazing but in the world itself like in nature I would say I've got lots of favorite places. Um, yeah. Let me think. <laughs> I mean, nature spaces. I mean, Western Australia, the whole of Southwestern Australia is gorgeous. There's amazing beaches, amazing forest, um, amazing limestone rock formations for climbing, for, you know, you can sleep in a cave if you want to. Um, there is... You know, Northwest Australia, there's this whole Ningaloo reef, amazing reef. You can just see a whole new world, just putting your mask on, your goggles on and putting your head under the water. And you see a whole new world of of fish and whales and dolphins and sharks and jellyfish and all sorts of colors. And you see the ancient um, rocks under the water and then the canyons and all that. It's It's incredible. Um, and then Indonesia, of course, you have all the waterfalls, you have beautiful waves crashing on the rock with temples. There you have, mm-hmm. I mean, I love jungle. <laughs> I think that I just love the sound of jungle. You know, when you wake up in the jungle and you just hear the sounds of those crickets and insects and animals, and you don't know exactly what they are, but together they sound like an orchestra. 
I love that sound. And then, yeah, I mean, Canada, seriously, like all the places we've been to in Canada, like the Rockies, or even, I mean, yeah, the beautiful mountains and lakes, the glacier lakes are beautiful. That blue is so pristine, clean, neat, beautiful, like, wow. Such a healing color. And then you have like Canadian, the Canadian rainforest, like out, out, um, out west, you know, Spring Island and Vancouver Island, like, wow, such beautiful places with power rocks and crystals and amazing trees. Yeah, we live in a dreamy world. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we are very, there's a lot to be grateful for in a lot of places. But I must say right now, I must say right now with the lockdown, you know, like I'm in, I'm in Vienna in a city. I never thought I'd ever live in a city again, which is the last places I always, I, I never wanted to go back to a city when life brought me here. And so it really challenged my sense of freedom and my claustrophobia of buildings. And now I see beauty also in that. And so I think wherever you are in the world, there's something beautiful, wherever you are, you just have to see it. And having seen so many beautiful places i'm super grateful i just want to be grateful also for everything else it's not always about the most beautiful place it's about feeling good wherever you are because at the end of the day you know uh, you can be the most beautiful place if you're not feeling good inside and you're busy fighting with your lover you're busy arguing or feeling desperate or crying or feeling lonely it doesn't matter where doesn't matter where you go if you feel mm -hmm. shitty inside of you you're gonna take that with you if you feel good inside, then of course you're going to feel good everywhere you go. doesn't matter how beautiful, how blue the ocean or the lake is. You're just oh going to feel goodness. good. So I think, I think it, it's, it is key to feel good inside of you and you take that love, joy with you everywhere oh, you go. Gosh, I love that. That is some fantastic advice and, and wisdom to share. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> and... Gosh, wow. Awesome. Well, yeah, I can see we're pretty right. close to time here. Um, for, for anyone who is, mm -hmm. would like to find out more or curious to perhaps work with you, how can we find you? Oh, yeah, please do. Uh, please contact me. I love having virtual coffees. If someone is, you know, wanting to just connect and have a conversation, um, you can go to my website, dianclemenceau.com and just book in for a connecting call it's free we can schedule 20 minutes to get to know one another and see if we're a match to work together if i'm you know the person to guide you within and unlock that love joy within you and you know if we're if we are a match because yeah like i said i like working with people who are um committed to life-changing results and when I say life-changing, it can just be a little change, which creates a whole snowball of changes in their life. But someone who's really dedicated to doing the inner work and doing what it takes to achieve the results, right? So, yeah, I think the best way is just to have a call and see if we like each other to work together. And then there's also a free hypnosis you can download on my website, at the moment, it's about self-love and growing that love jungle within you, planting seeds to um, yeah, grow those foundations of self-love, self-worth, self-belief, and growing your confidence. 
So you can download that from my homepage. And yeah, please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, um, Instagram, I'm Diane Clemenceau Therapy, and Facebook, just my name, Diane Clemenceau. So yeah, let's connect and please ask wild questions. I love wild questions and I love connecting with you all. It would be an honor to guide you to your dream destination. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Deanne. And I, I will, yeah, I will type all these notes, <laughs> addresses into the show notes here for everyone and make sure all the links are working. Okay, thank you. Gosh, well, thank you very much. This has been great to reconnect and to hear about all the all the cool people that have been impacted and a little part of your journey into different places. Yeah. And any last words of wisdom or (laughs) things you'd like to share? Yeah. Yeah. I I was actually going to ask you because you've experienced my work. I was just going, I was just curious, like, what would you say? Mm -hmm. How was it for you? Like if you had to tell anyone, if someone's sitting on the fence of, should I do this inner work? Is it worth the investment? Is it worth the time? Is this the best next decision for me? You know, given your experience of experiencing rapid transformational therapy mm-hmm. with me and heart healing, what oh, yeah. would you say? I to would that say person? to try it. I am a big advocate of investigating and researching things for yourself and trying things for yourself. And there's, you know, like it's it's wonderful to to listen to what other people have gone through, um, to success stories. It's a little it's something that I would say, yeah, like just if you're on the fence or anything, give it a try. Um, for me, it was fascinating to look at the different things that came up during the sessions and then go through the process that we went through during the session and then to reflect on it the next or later that day, the days after, and then to really yeah, something shifted and a different level of awareness of what I was working on uh, became apparent pretty quickly. And definitely just being being aware of different energies around myself, um, different energies of other people, and then different connections. You know, it was sort of seeing seeing things in a new way and then realizing how wow some of the events that uh we i guess re-experienced um had shaped parts of the personality or perceptions that having going back and reprocessing those was going holy cow like all these things started shifting and changing and that was a couple things that happened wow, at at different ages, but really fascinating to go through and to experience and to see what uh, new paths became available or even reassessing what paths may or may not be in alignment with what I was working on. Yeah, Yeah, it Mm -hmm. it was fascinating. So do you feel like you gained more clarity? It it was, uh, gosh easier to see what what was in alignment and what wasn't in alignment. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. just really, really cool process to go through. And with the time distance and uh, global 
things. It was great to have to be able to do that. You from the comfort of your home, me from the comfort of where I live, and because yeah, it's a long flight to mm-hmm. Austria. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. I find doing this inner work is like letting go of some baggage, you know. Like, and and you as a runner, you know, like I felt like you just let go of all these excess weights that you didn't need any, you don't need anymore. Now you like running through life or doing your thing, but on with way lighter with, yeah, that, that's, that's the impression okay, I had. Right. From, yeah. From yeah. The, and the, <laughs> from at the, no together. point when I was answering, did that come to mind? But as yeah. soon as you said, I'm like, that's a perfect analogy that, yeah, there's not this giant backpack on. You're like holding a <laughs> bottle and going. Um, yeah. And, and that's a great analogy for anybody who may or may not be a runner that is going to try it is there's a lot, that you may not think you're carrying that you can let go of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for, Thank you, for sharing your experience too. I think, yeah, once we, yeah. once we break through those fences, we set up for ourselves. I mean, it's all about this protection mechanism, right? If we put up those fences to protect ourselves from a certain experience of life, then we believe these fences become part of our identity. But it's not true. We don't need that fence anymore. We actually want to connect authentically with people. So, yeah, doing this in a work really allows us to put down our fences so we can be more connected to who we are and to the others and co-create. So yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think you, did you, did you experience that too? That increased connection with others? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much the first thing that I experienced um, in pretty quickly too um, with all the stuff that was happening in the context of doing it mm-hmm. uh, there was a little bit the first day but it was more like about a week after mm-hmm. um, when it was really apparent <laughs> and then definitely definitely noticing different connections mm-hmm. with um people that were that i encountered just you know during the day you're Mm -hmm. going to get gas you're going to the grocery store um and then people that i met when i was out hiking or running or camping it was very different obvious it was very different from how it had been before Mm -hmm. um then yeah just yeah for, for me just like reading and feeling energy was really it was something that i'd done but it was more apparent like oh hey this is more aligned people are showing up in different places and some incredible adventures happen just quote randomly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely where the shifts, Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, more, more on a purposeful or meaningful path, Mm -hmm. meaning, meaningful connections, memorable connections. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and thank you again for that. That was that was cool to experience. I'm glad I did. And um yeah, if anybody is curious too, uh I'm not gonna share it on the uh podcast, mm-hmm. but feel free to reach out and uh can share a little bit more about anything. Mm-hmm. Um Deanne was great. Thank you, Deanne. <laughs> thank you, Craig. <laughs> Thanks for your openness yeah. and your trust. And and yeah. I think anyone anyone out there listening, um if you're listening, thank you for listening. And 
Uh, my advice to you is just go out there and share your gifts with the world and step into your purpose right now because that purpose keeps growing and unfolding and it's forever growing and changing. So right now you may think this is my purpose. I'll do it one day. Well, just do it now and then see where that takes you because in a few years down the track, you'll be even more anchored in that purpose, in that gift, in that power. Because as you walk that path, as you serve your gifts of the world, so much power pours down into you. And it's this forever grow journey of growth and self-exploration as you find your new sense of identity and your place in the world. So yeah, go out there and share your gifts. That's what the world needs. <laughs> <laughs> It does. Mm -hmm. It does. And yeah, that is a, a great quote to end on. Deanne, thank you so thank much you, for your time, for your openness and uh, for being here. And thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you, Greg, for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much for staying with me through the end, friends. This was a fun episode to record. As always, I hope you're inspired and empowered to perhaps try something new or look at things in a different way. If you know someone else that you think might benefit from listening to this, please share it with them, whether it's a friend, neighbor, colleague, family member, whomever it may be. There's a lot of great information out there, and there's a lot of people who can benefit from, from hearing what we're talking about here. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I hope you do have a wonderful day or evening. I hope you get a chance to get outside in nature today. And a last favor, if you do get a chance, please leave a review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this to. That helps me out and uh, helps get the ratings up so more people can find out about it. All right. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Uh -huh.